The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favorite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Previously on Fantastic Forum. Let other people experience people, what you experience. No, but I don't care about them experiencing that. I want them to experience what I experienced through me. <laughs> like, that's the whole point of this show. This whole show has been you not agreeing with me. What else is fucking new? When did you, know? you get a master's in comedy? Oh, this is back. Like, I think before I met you guys. That's the before time. Yeah. My mother bribed the guys at Harvard. Laughter heals all wounds. Yeah. Not gunshot wounds. Not to say that I'm against misogyny. Like, some of my favorite books and anime are very misogynistic. I, I, yeah, you're, pro, you're pro-misogyny, Joe? <laughs> at times. Like, it's a good fantasy. I showed him the titty. I'm not going to run around with my dork hanging out. Zack Snyder, shut the fuck up. Maybe there'll be an Oz cut of the show that people can find somewhere that'll have that story in it. Tune in to Fantastic Forum Live, Wednesday nights, 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific, on allgames.com. Fantastic Forum. Assemble. You listen to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. Well, if you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building on Skype. He is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He did find the right clip eventually. He is Oz. I wish you hadn't mentioned that because I edited that out on the fly. Got it. <laughs> how dare now you mention what my... you're talking about? <laughs> how dare you mention my mistakes on air? <laughs> we never point out any of your flaws. I like Everyone knows I have none. Next, he's the riddle inside of Enigma, trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? 
Next, the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Form, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. Fuck Bethesda. Okay. What? Okay. What? <laughs> and what as I for just... myself, wait. My name's Lawrence Young. Okay, but we'll circle back to that, right? Yeah. I Ooh. mean, yeah. I guess I'll I'll review the game. All right. Well, sorry. Finish the intros. <laughs> they they call me Mayor Young. This is fantastic forum. Uh, we got a great show for you today because fuck Bethesda. That's why. That's the title of this episode. There it is. I guess that that's a you know brought to you by fuck Bethesda. I don't know why. Um, you gotta fuck something. <laughs> <laughs> well, there it is. Right. Exactly. Uh, we got a great show. We're gonna go ahead and bring you a review of the anime, The Promised Neverland. The Promised Neverland. Uh, we're also gonna bring you the latest and greatest in comic book news, and we're gonna talk about whatever else it is that you all want to talk about and we'll let you know how it is you can get down with fantastic form and let us know what that is in just a moment but first we want to make sure that we thank mr scott rubin all games radio the all games radio network and of course you all the all games community for allowing us this time equipment opportunity ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much which are comic books uh we also want to thank our sponsor jeffrey's comics they're la's and the south bay's best comic book store you can get all your comic book needs met at jeffrey's comics uh all you got to do is give them a call 310-538-3198 can we get that one more time 310-538-3198 there it is tell them fantastic forum sent you uh, also, if you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, we got a few different ways for you to do it. Here's how. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. You know you want to. I've had a long Indeed. day. <laughs> it's okay. We appreciate you, Oz. Uh, yeah, so if you want to get down Fantastic Forum, we'll take your comments directly out of chat, bring them into the show, uh, such as Tiger Claw, the, the ever-loving Tiger Claw, saying, what's up, Fantastic Forum? What you think of the Joker, of that Joker teaser trailer? Uh, you know, that was something I'm sure that we were going to talk about eventually so I, I don't know if everyone's on the call has gotten the opportunity to check it out but if you haven't you can go onto the internet onto the interweb and see dc's uh teaser trailer for the joker film starring uh uh it's what joaquin phoenix right yeah yeah so if you haven't seen that you know go check it out come back after that what four and a half minutes or three minutes and tell us what you think because I'm sure people on the, the the Fantastic Forum has opinions. What, what what do you think, Moses, of the Joker trailer? Well, I already saw Falling Down. <laughs> and wow. You dated yourself on that one. Falling Down is an amazing movie, though. Right. And this is Falling Down with clown makeup. Yeah, it kind of is. And, so, and then if you think about it, it's also like the Rorschach origin movie that you didn't want to, that you didn't ask for. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's funny though, because what I will say, like, I, I can totally see where you get both of those references from, but you know, uh, like uh, both a Rorschach movie that you probably didn't want and falling down, I feel will probably end up being better than this. Oh yeah. Well, that's a given, but 
you know, it does has your boy in it, Bobby D, not Robert Duvall, but the other one, uh, Robert De Niro. I, I didn't even realize and He's that. never made anything bad, has he? Not that I could think of off the top of my head. <laughs> Look, I'm like, what? Like, even like, yeah, no, he I, did, I can't like, think of one rock. Really? Not even like the third something about Mary? <laughs> it, what, did, did you? I mean, wait, are there three something about Mary? No, he's thinking about uh, like the, the Ben oh, Stiller one. Meet the Fockers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't usually you, that used to be the mark of okay, this is gonna be good, you know what I mean? Right. But yeah, and I don't know, man. I mean, it it feels like they really just grabbed some script for you know a falling down remake or something and uh-huh. just slap the joker on it i will say like the thing that struck me the most uh, of the teaser was just that it made me feel as though they really want me to sympathize with joker yeah and and i don't want to do that like and don't get me wrong i'm not saying that he can't have like a tragic origin or something like that like something that kind of helps you understand like where where he may have gotten like some of his more like maniacal kind of tendencies from yeah. it's just that at the end it's like you know it's like oh man he he, he, it's like what at least what I want to feel is yeah he may have had like a hard life but at the end there was just something wrong with this dude too like he was like both tragic and broken and at this it kind of it almost makes me feel like they're like oh man like you know he's guys this guy's like a hard luck case his entire life and so he's just acting out and it's like I don't want to see that movie where no they point out that he's broken I mean he's he, he looks like he's being medicated at Arkham uh, Hospital. But he looks like he voluntarily checked in. Yeah, it did look like that. And then not- on top of it, like, like oh, so, you know, look, I'm just the guy that watches the movie in his mother's basement. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I like my Joker, how I read in the comics. And it, you know, there's different origins, different because it's kind of muddy and murky, you know? But one thing that a lot of them had in common is that the Joker is not that broken. He's breaking you. You know what I mean? And, I do know what you mean, yeah. And even like, you know, that's what made Jason Todd's return so great, where he just looks at the Joker and he's like, you know, you're, you're a fucking smart motherfucker because you really got motherfuckers thinking you're crazy when everybody knows you're saner than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And that's your fucking joke, you know. And then when he heard that, he had that look on his face where he's like, "I'm found out," you know. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, we all read those comics, right? But we also read the comics where Joker gains actual sanity for for a short amount of time, and shit just goes off the rails, you know. And not just White Knight. White Knight is because it's a recent thing. I mean, there was a time yeah. when Martian Manhunter gave joker sanity and for like the few minutes that that the joker actually was normal like felt the full weight of everything he's done and that's still a powerful moment because it's still a broken joker at that point yeah and i guess he may you know and maybe broken's not the right word it's just more so like it, it, at least the tone of what i saw or at least the t- the way I, I i interpreted it was more like you know, like they want you to root for this guy, but for the wrong reason. You know, it's like they want you to root root for him because it's almost like he's going to get back at the people like which is, I mean, it's kind of like falling down, right? Like falling down was society is so messed up that a regular person can't even just get by in the world. And you kind of like even though the guy's doing a comp- like he's totally going off the rails, you kind of root for him because it's like, man, he's just kind of trying to get back at at the world for, you know, messing with him and just trying to balance the scales right and i like that's not the joker like the joker is not balancing the scales or or what 
whatnot. And it, again, it, it is just a, a trailer. I, I don't know that you will. We're getting the entire movie in this particular trailer, even though some of them are like that. See, I don't but. get. I don't get the balancing the scales from from the trailer. I get more of bad shit happens to him at to the point that he just snaps and says "fuck it" and just do, does what he wants. You you can say he's broken or not broken or or whatever the hell's wrong with him, but. At some point, he gets followers, and his followers aren't necessarily as broken as we might think he is. You know, whether whether he whether the Joker himself is broken or not, his followers can't all be broken, but they're following him for a reason, and that's something that the Joker can do is manipulate others. We see him do that all the time. Yeah, but not like this. All like the way that it comes across in that trailer almost makes it seem as if, like they're not actual people that are like henchmen. It's almost like a, a cult type following based on some of the stuff. Like it's almost like Fight Club. You know what I mean? Right, which makes it which makes it better because no. if they're henchmen, I mean they're getting paid to to do what he wants. If they're just following him because of of, of his manipulation, the way he the way he talks or, or what he's trying to do, that's a whole different thing. That's actually a stronger. Um, I can't think of the word right now, but it. You know why you can't? Because it's motivation. fucking bullshit. <laughs> No, I mean it's like the the Joker. I don't like. I don't know that the Joker should be like your cult hero. You know what I'm saying? And that and that I guess that's the whole thing where it's like you know they're almost trying to like there. It, it seems as as though they're trying to ride an anti-hero kind of line. You know, or I don't know if there's like if there's another word that is like you know just the other side of anti-hero where it's like I don't know if there's like a you know some kind of pro-villain thing or something like that. But I'm just saying. It, it almost makes it seem as though, you know, they're trying to make it so that you could look at the Joker and be like, you know what? I kind of understand why he's doing what he's doing. And yeah, I'm like, if, if that's where you get to, then that almost becomes not the Joker anymore. I mean, right? this isn't this isn't the first time that that has been said about the Joker. I mean, there's there's been plenty of people that point out that essentially what Batman does day after day is beat up on, on the mentally ill. I mean that 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 line of of thinking has been around for a while, and again, yeah. But most most recently, White Knight was a really good example of that. You know, so it's it's not it's not the first time. Although I do agree with Mo that you could easily set change the setting from Gotham to random city in California and call it like Gacy or something. And it's the same movie, so it, it is something that we have seen before. I'm a little, yeah. I'm a little split on it. I, I like the trailer. I like the the creepiness of it. I, I did feel a little weirded out watching it. I think it's gonna be not a horror movie, but uh, just plain creepy. So I'm looking forward to it. But I do agree with Mo that you could have named this anything else, and it still would have worked. It doesn't have to be a Joker movie because it, yeah. it's not quite the joker that that we're all used to and what i don't get is how is warner brothers doing well i got two things about this like one is what they could do is really like give us this expectation like you're being sympathetic and then throughout the movie give you this whole like fuck i'm really sympathetic i'm really and then towards the end just turn it over and like oh fuck you know like kind of like the serial killer worship or something you know what i mean but yeah, but that, I, that doesn't make for does that make for a good like twist or turn? I don't know. Like I don't know if I come look, away from that movie feeling satisfied because I'm like, oh, like you know, because I, I don't know. Like I guess yeah, it I, just look, is, I get it. Just it's a it's a mind fuck for people who don't read comics. Oh, but, got you. Okay. Um, and then they'll call it the a genius for the next twenty years. <laughs> but the the other thing is like I don't get why they're still banking on that like 
like what is it uh soundcloud rapper joker too you know like you got this one that kind of could you know and the teasers and everything just just with the casting could have been like a a, a brilliant choice a, a fresh thing to like kind of move it in a better direction and now you're still getting like soundcloud rapper joker in, in birds of prey yeah if you yeah. if Joaquin phoenix showed up in the in the batman movie i i would not be opposed to that at all yeah i mean i i like that version despite what I've, all the things i've just said for this trailer wow. that version of joker seems more interesting to me than the the soundcloud one yeah like that the one that was in suicide squad is pretty terrible which is sad but true and they're still going with it they're still rolling with it yeah i believe we had exclusive footage of the birds of prey movie where we see what looks like the soundcloud joker yeah i um let me see if i could upload it to discord but um my friend you guys probably never met him because i lost contact with him after high school but we reconnected in the last year is this your last night Huh? Is this your left nut that's talking to us in chat? I don't know. I don't know who my left nut is. <laughs> it's probably Lloyd. Well, well your, your left nut has opinions. I know. Says, says Joker's origin should never be definitive and spelled out. It should always be mysterious and untrustworthy. Yeah, look, my left nut's got more brains than me. <laughs> um, but Honestly, I like what they gave us in The Killing Joke. Wait, say again, I like what they gave us in The Killing Joke. Right, and it kind of feels like this is what this is trying to do without the cool red hood suit. Mm. And even that origin was kind of, like, wiped away recently. Like, I like that it's his fault. Like, yeah, he makes mistakes, but essentially everything he does, like, it's him that makes, like, he causes his own downfall. In the red, in the killing joke origin. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you on that. And let me ask you all this. How, how do you all feel about, well, I guess, I guess what, like, you know, a lot of versions of the Joker, you know, have like the, the, the skin is like a condition, like, you know, it's like, it's not like makeup necessarily, but he has, you know, like he, he has to have like that clown type right, it's, face. It's the effect of the Ace Chemical plant. I mean, right. I, well, or yeah, we can say that. I mean, not, not every origin that has, or not every version version i should say of joker that does have the skin necessarily alludes to the chemical thing even though you know a lot of them have but it like right now it's looking as though like we haven't seen any scene with him with actual like white skin if he just wears makeup does that affect your thoughts on like this version of the joker versus if he you know he actually has you like, know white we, skin we we've had this conversation because we made we did? fun we made fun of um Heath Ledger when we found out he wasn't going to going to have the white skin that it was going to be makeup and that turned out amazing in my opinion so i I prefer the white skin, which I've said repeatedly before on the show, but I, I, I'm okay with the makeup, but I'd rather have the, the white skin. And it actually, his makeup bugs me a little bit that it looks too much like Gacy. And that's why I mentioned that you call this movie Gacy. It, it just, the, with the blue and then the, the red uh, eyebrows yeah. above it, it, it's too much like Gacy. And it also kind of misses the mark a little bit if you're going to if you're trying to make it like Gacy, because what Gacy did was, you know, if you look at any clown like historically or even like if you study clowns the way that I do um, master's degree in comedy, I remember. Yeah, that that was that was my my minor at Harvard. But 
basically all your makeup design has to be rounded and curved, not jagged and pointy. And Gacy did that jagged and pointy with the happy colors. Because if you look at like Pennywise, like he he was jagged and, and two, but it was like the colors weren't as happy on his face. You know what I mean? I feel like it doesn't do that, like, his makeup doesn't do that th- that little discomfort that those jagged points should do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Plus, his, his clown makeup is all wrong. And I, I, I come at this from a, I, I was a professional as a, clown. As a clown years. professional. Yeah. It's, a, it, it's all wrong. <laughs> but was so was Gacy. I mean, that I'm telling you, that's exactly what Gacy. Wasn't Gacy, his clown name, wasn't it Pogo too? Yeah, it was Pogo. Yeah. Well, I named one of my dogs after him. And, and this is what, you have a dog named Pogo? I thought it was just Harley. Well, I, no, back, back when I was a kid. Oh, like eight. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, and th- again, I I really believe that this uh, whoever wrote this or direct- whoever came up with this movie was really trying to make a John Wayne Gacy movie. And even to the point that the the comedy club that we see Joaquin Phoenix in is called Pogos. Like I saw that, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I see. I see where this guy was going, and he couldn't sell it, so he he changed the, a couple of pages in it, and now it's the Joker movie. Yeah, well, hey, I I guess we'll see how it turns out. Like, it's, I don't know, man. It's just really stunning to me still that, you know, with as many characters as DC has, that at the end of the day, it's like we're still kind of going to the Batman well. And if you're going to do that, like, oh, go ahead, Joe. Oh, uh, no, you go ahead. Uh, well, I was just going to say, like, you could have just done the creeper if you're going to do something Joker-esque and not have it look like the Joker. You know what I mean? And it's somebody that you could sympathize with and eventually that you'll be rewarded for sympathizing for, with. Joe, did you like the trailer? Um, Not really, but I just don't really have any interest in seeing a Joker origin story. Like, they gave you a very little bit, or they gave you, like, just enough in The Killing Joke. Uh, but they're trying to stretch that, like, small part out into a whole movie, and I just don't really want to see that. Yeah. Even the cartoon did a better, like, a good version of stretching that out to, like, and it was only 22 minutes, you know? Right. Plus, if we're going to get a Joker movie, I want the actual Joker, like, killing lots of people because it's funny. Like, I don't know. And it doesn't help that there are so many other Batman villains that would actually have, like, a really interesting backstory. And it's, like, some that we haven't really explored or that haven't been explored often. Like, I would love to see a Riddler origin story. Like, that would be awesome. I'd see that movie. Hector Chat says so, the killing the killing joke origin was never a definitive origin because it's an it's an untrusty untrustworthy narrator which the Joker was narrating that story right I I, you know, uh, yeah. I don't remember I, I thought he was telling Batman that story oh no he was he was talking about something else we, I know him and Batman were talking while that story happened yeah. so yeah it might not have been him narrating next wrong I hate Hector <laughs> uh, Billy Okay said more like uh, more like boards of prey <laughs> like. B-O-R-E-D. Um, but yeah, if you got to see that video that I posted in Discord that they were shooting rehearsal, like stand-in shots, I guess like pre-production stuff in Koreatown last Friday. And uh, I was able to catch a couple pictures and videos. Which again, that in that video, like totally demeans Harley Quinn as, as a strong, as a strong woman. I mean, he's, she's basically getting kicked by the curb, by, to the curb by the Joker. Yeah. And I think he's throwing her shit out the window and everything. Yeah. Quick side note. I recently just watched Mayhem, and in it, Samara, I forget her last name, she plays a really good Harley Quinn. 
Like, the character is almost exactly how you would want Harley Quinn to be. What's That's a shame Margot Robbie. Uh, Mayhem is a movie about a virus that makes people act out on their impulses, including, like, killing each other, killing and okay. fucking. Kind of like Crossed. Got it. Starring Steven or Steve Young. Oh, yeah. From uh, Samara Walking Dead. It has a heavy metal soundtrack, huh? I was not paying that much attention to the music. I was more trying to see all, like, the background stuff. Yeah. Samara Weaving is a is that interesting like all the stuff happening like because you know you have the main characters but then the whole office is going ape shit so you have a bunch of stuff in the background that's happening like people killing each other and fucking and people just being weird and some that weren't giving enough direction so they don't really know what they're doing it's interesting wow this actress does would make a, a awesome harley quinn just her like naturally without any makeup yeah, like she Put looks the, the part for, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on that. But because she has this disease, she's like very impulsive and kind of like natural. Like she has a goal and she's like, she just feels like Harley Quinn. Like she gives a fuck about the shit she would give a fuck about. She's like got that kind of crazy kind of nonchalant to violence as long as it's like not stupid. But then she's like violent herself and gets some. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely if you want to see an amazing. Harley Quinn, you should watch Mayhem. Even, Not you, even, Lawrence. It's a little too bloody. Oh, okay. Yeah, but anything, even, anything on Shudder, Larry, Larry can't watch. <laughs> even, well, even. You can watch the old stuff. Like, honestly, Hellraiser was amazing then, was like terrifying then, but now it's only like funny, good psychologically. Even uh, the picture that Oz put in the chat, she has like those Harley Quinn crazy eyes, kind of. Yeah, right. I love the crazy. Yeah. Also, Soul Station is on a uh, shutter. You can yeah. watch that. Yeah, man. Soul Station, man. That shit's it's better than the Train of Busan, in my opinion. Is that They're like. Both, they complement each other so well. Like, I mean, they they do. Like, I really it, like them both. But I really like. I, I, like I, I guess I had more of an emotional reaction in. Uh, Soul Station than I did in Train to Busan myself, and that's why yeah. I call it better. But because that definitely shit, man, the humor works better in Soul Station. Yeah, those are like those uh, zombie movies on a train. Yeah, yeah, got it. But Soul Station is not on a train. Oh, it's it. at the station. At the train station. Yeah, got it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Pace wants to know is that first screenshot from Mayhem as well? I don't know. It's just it came up on her IMDb. Oh, okay, gotcha. So that's the babysitter. Oh, that's that movie. It's called The Babysitter? Yeah, the Netflix joint. It was oh. done by Craig Key. Eric oh, yeah. I've seen that. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I saw it there. I was thinking about watching it's it. It's good. It's fun. Well, Alicia Silverstone is my babysitter, so. Yeah. Yeah, but she's not part of a satanic cult. Yeah, but she was Batgirl. I mean, in real life, she is. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> was it, wasn't she the one that was, like, feeding her kid up from her mouth like a bird? Was that Silverstone? I hope. I gotta find that <laughs> video now. You guys need to talk about something, because I'm gonna look up this video. <laughs> uh, did you watch the new Avengers trailer that debuted on Good Morning America? Did it, was I it today? Know. Yeah. They all look the fucking same to me. Well, this new one is, like, because all the other ones don't give you anything. Which people in my barber chair were complaining, and uh, I was okay with it because I just I'm ready to just go into it from you know from Infinity War. Like I didn't want to watch anything else until yeah. I got to Endgame. Part one was the perfect trailer. Like they they could have not put out a trailer. They all could have just said the title yeah. done. Didn't the new trailer yeah. like spoil stuff? The first well, here's the thing. So I've been going to the gym every morning and. 
on one of the TVs in the weight free weights area, they have Good Morning America. So I watched the debut, but I didn't hear any of it. So the reaction from the same people that were complaining before at the shop was that this one's more like it. Like it gets them rightly hyped. Uh, none of them complained about any spoilers at all. So they, they I, I don't know about that. And then as far as online goes, all I really like got to pay attention to was people trying to get tickets ahead yeah, of time. Apparently the, the ticket sites are crashing from people yeah. trying to come I mean, and you, get You would think it was the Beatles to- like after Ed Sullivan. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm an old fart. Jeez, oh, I think that's in a BS. couple of weeks I'm gonna be over the hill. <laughs> right. I think, um, I think that's BS to hype the movie. I mean, we're we're at a point where I, I can't. Are they saying that this that this movie is selling more than any other movie in history? I mean, I think people are and are think, wanting yeah, to go see it more. Than, yeah, and at least initial reaction. Yeah, yeah, like in the moment. I mean, it's. They're talking about this like it's Comic Con like waiting room shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't. Which, I don't think this movie I, I, is selling so much that it's crashing servers. I mean, we're we're at a point where they they should be set up to handle even high volume. F- Fandango went down. Okay, so either Fandango has a fucked up IT department or they're bullshitting. Well, a lot of these places do have fucked up IT department. There's a lot of budget cuts and shit. You know, there's a difference though between like, for instance, there are there are movies that people anticipate, but there's there, you know people don't necessarily aren't like okay, well I got to go see that on the first day. Yeah, I and mean, I I think that Avengers Endgame is one of those movies that people are like, dude, I need to see like. I'll I'll put it like this. I know, like I've seen on my Twitter feed, people that were like, "I've been waiting in a queue on Fandango for forty five minutes," you know, because they couldn't, because it wasn't laying that, and then and then it ended in a crash. I know personally, people have been hitting me up like, "Hey, you know, are look, are, is that screening going down? Can I get this many?" Like, th- like yeah. basically every like everybody hit me up that you that usually hits me up, but everybody wants like basically it, at least two extra tickets than they normally get. I I yeah. don't think you count me Mo included. in that. Yeah, that that doesn't count. Why does that but, not count? Because the second seat's for his nut. The <laughs> third seat. Oh, the I'm seconds just, for the belly. Sorry, I'm no, saying, my wife. You fuck. Listen, <laughs> li- listen. De- Derek H hit me up and was like, "Hey, man, I need a ticket plus one." I was yeah. like, who- "Who's Derek H?" That, that look, his gut. <laughs> I'm like who? Who? I I didn't. I was just like I got you, but I, in my mind I was like, who is Derek? Wait, Derek is, H so rarely wants to even come outside. Right. Hold on. But are, Derek H is like, not only am I coming, I'm bringing somebody else with me. Are are you like? Is Derek H impressing a woman by by saying she knows you? Like she's got yeah. that end game. He's got that end game connect. I, I don't know what Derek. I don't know who Derek H is bringing. I don't know well, if it's a man, a woman. Let me I don't just know. put it to you this I think way. I think the Fantastic Four microphones need to be there. Here, here look. Here, let me let me put it to you this way, man. He came and got a haircut on Saturday, and he was wearing a button-down collared shirt. Yeah. So he came from work. What's no? Yeah, he came from work. No, 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 no. That's no, no. Somebody's cleaning them up. Oh, okay. Unless okay. unless he came down for a manscape, I don't believe a button down shirt. Hey, six, six what happens at the shop stays at the shop. But <laughs> uh, on that note, he says hi, and Larry, he says you're full of shit. That Captain Marvel is powered by the Space Stone. I believe that's what you wait, said. Wait, what? No, but he agreed. Yeah, he he's like. He, oh, he's agreeing with the you. Show when we're talking, and you don't believe that she's powered by the state, the space stone. 
And uh, and he's like, yeah, she's absolutely powered by the space stone. Now he's a smart guy that you respect, unlike my dummy self that you don't respect. So, <laughs> listen, I mean, I, I I'm not even. I, I'm what I was saying was that the origin is not far from the origin in the comics, and I understand that you're like, oh well, the space stones has nothing to do with it, and obviously, if. Infinity Gems have a lot more uh, of a right. history with individual characters in the MCU. Right. Than... I mean, Die of Agamotto is the same shit. Right. Exactly. But, but, like, she's actually literally powered. Like, when Thanos uses the Space Stone's ability with the gauntlet, he lights up the same way she lights up. Same color scheme. Yeah? I'm going yes. to go look back and look at that. I mean, I watch Infinity War, like, every other week. <laughs> I'm not mad yeah. at that. I actually And it's like and you know what? It is like I really hate fucking Star Lord. <laughs> like he, he went from you know, people people like, oh, if he would have just chilled for, for ten seconds, everything would have been okay. And it's like even when he if he didn't chill, like Spider Man almost had it. Right. But the problem with Star Lord is not so much that he's uh, he didn't chill. Is that he's a fucking punk bitch that doesn't have <laughs> he doesn't have the resolve to do what's needed to be done. Because yeah. if he would have just blasted him in the face yeah. instead of just hitting him with it, he would have been he would have not woken up. Now it's it, honestly it's like the the more and more I see friggin' Peter Quill on screen, the more and more I'm just like, man, I, I like I like I just don't like that version of the character. Like he's he feels pathetic. Well, you're both wrong. What? You're both wrong because look, Doctor Strange saw 14 million outcomes. I'm sure a half dozen of them, Peter Quill did nothing. No, no, and all of them, Peter Quill's a punk bitch. So that's just a constant in the universe, the punk bitchness yeah, of Peter yeah. Quill. And, and, I mean, you know, dude. and that, and and that's the guy. That's that's what's his name? Billy Gunn's fault. Chris the Pratt, ass man. Wait, Billy Gunn? Uh, yeah, like what well, the the fucker James that directed Gunn's brother? No, the well, yeah, I was thinking badass Billy Gunn from WWE, but Chris, yeah, it's oh. James Gunn. That's that's it's his fault for making oh. a shitty Star-Lord. Oh, got you. I thought you talking about James Gunn's brother. You know, I thought his name was Billy. Thanos imperative Star-Lord wouldn't have reacted like that. No, no, no. That's that's what I'm saying. And like, that's what I like the the Guardians of the Galaxy version of Star Lord is awesome, and actually would have made would have had a great would have been a great fit inside of the MCU. Like he would have been snarky still, and you know you you still could have played all those comedic beats. He just would have been a little bit more self assured. And it's like this this Star Lord always feels like he's trying to prove something. Well, yeah, he. He spends, like, like, which is the thing. It'd be different if he felt that way, and then he would occasionally prove himself. But it's like he doesn't—he doesn't prove himself a lot. Like he kind of just makes a lot of mistakes, and then like his friends help him, and that's great. But I don't know. It's just like, man, I don't know. Yeah, he spends a, a, a chunk of that movie trying to be like Thor, right? And that's pathetic. Yeah, it's unfortunate because that—that's a good character that. And you know what? I mean, I'm not, not even only is it a good character, a, an amazing character design in almost every iteration. Yeah, that's true too. I mean, it. You know, I, like I still think they would have been better off going with like those the the. Well, you know, I guess I guess you can't do the uniforms in Guardians of the Galaxy in the MCU version because yeah, that doesn't want to be a team at all. Right. And, and that doesn't it doesn't fit. So I can understand that. But they could have that at least that design for Star Lord would have been a, a cooler design to me. You could have kept the jacket and everything still. But look, I'm not a Guardians guy like you are. But earlier on in the DNA run, mm -hmm. like he was the only one with the kind of uniform too, right? 
Uh, yeah, initially, yeah, and then eventually mm. they kind of all because it's kind of based around the look he was using at the moment. Yeah. Well, yeah, fortunately but, for you, he's dead now. Yes. Well, no. <laughs> Because it's Disney, he's not dead. He just turned to dust. Yeah, but he'll be dead through at least half of the next movie. Look, you well, that's what you're thinking, man. I'm sure they're going to fix everything uh, in the first 10 minutes, and then it's going to be another villain. Ha- half of this movie is apparently an entire other movie. Like, yeah, right? yeah like, you're getting two half, movies. Yeah, half of this movie is the same runtime as most movies these but, days. By the so. time you get to the intermission, uh, like he's going to come in in Avengers 5, which is like the second half of that movie. <laughs> so you're going to get a whole movie with no Peter Quill. Well, technically a whole universe. Now, well, now don't don't now, get me wrong. Talk you're, about a grateful universe. You're, you're going to deal with, with uh, Tony Stark lamenting the last 10 years in space while Nebula actually does shit and fix the shit. But, you know, it'll, it'll get you there. And that was the spoiler in the trailer because the, the first trailer was Tony Stark's lost in space. And, oh, how is he going to get rescued? And then the next trailer, he's hugging Pepper Potts on Earth. Oh. I mean, we've seen him with the quantum suit. Like, yeah. Well, that was the first. So, that, that, when I said the next trailer, that was the first next trailer, and then the second next trailer, yeah. he's hugging Pepper Potts. Uh, but yeah, you don't yeah, trust. Don't you don't trust the the first one because the Russo brothers are known liars. But like, yeah, like the Hulk didn't come out in Infinity War, but he was all over the trailers. He was in a toy where the Hulk was busting out of the Hulkbuster suit. Yeah, I hate the Russo brothers. No, you don't. I hope I'm not related to that one. Yeah. <laughs> the don't worry, you're not. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm finding all kind of relatives in the in the comic book industry. It turns out Oz's grandfather's last name was Eisner. <laughs> but when when he got to Ellis Island, he's like, you know, I not something with a couple vowels goes right. Like that's hilarious. Bermejo. Yeah, I'll have what he's having. Yeah. Doesn't that make him related to Buster? I was just gonna mention yeah. that how how that fucked up my world when this dude yeah. that I've been talking to for months and just talking shit. All of a sudden, like, oh, his grandpa was Eisner. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's why he was at Comic-Con that one year, because uh, somebody was getting an Eisner. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, geez. And then okay, we never but... saw him again. No, he disappeared. He, like, the first victim of the snap. It's almost like he was a spirit. <laughs> Buster was never a real person. Never. When I'm in San Diego, I'm in a constant alcohol haze, so I, I depend on you guys to confirm what happened and what didn't. Hello. No, look, I yeah. Well, not Mo, because similar yeah. situation. It's <laughs> like when Larry wasn't there, we both didn't know how we got home, <laughs> and we didn't get home together. Like it was two different sets of adventures. There it is. So, needless to say, Endgame's going to be huge. Um, but that's yeah. a huge. surprise, though. I mean, come on, we come on, we knew that. Yeah, we all, we did. Well, now, what? I, I I don't even know where did where did the do you all remember where the first uh, or not the first, but where uh, Infinity War ended up in regards to like total grosses? Like, is it like on that top ten movies of all time list? Yeah, it's like number seven or four or some shit. Okay. Or okay. two. <laughs> right. And and yes, Oz, find out where that is on that list for us. And do you all think that Endgame is gonna beat it? It's at it's right now it's sitting at two billion. Jeez. I'm guessing that's total and that probably includes DVD sales and all that. Yeah, because uh whew, 
domestic box office 678 million foreign uh 1.3 billion jeez so actually no that that's that's the two billion right there that's two yeah that's just box office yeah wow that's crazy so what where does that rank it in the highest grossing movies of all time adjusted for inflation and all that i'm it's still behind titanic probably right yeah And Casablanca. I don't think Casablanca's on that list. It's a good movie, though. It at one, uh, yeah, at one point, it was like the most rented movie yeah. at like video stores. Yeah. Like 40 years after the fact. Yeah. I believe it. I remember my social studies teacher said, you ever want to get a girl's panties? Rent that movie. Your social studies teachers told you? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, Mr. Ehrlich. He was an idiot. I'm about to say, I'm like, that's... That's not a I tried showing episode. it to a girl and she's like, It's black and white. What am I watching this shit for? I, <laughs> I never got the smart ones at the beginning. Hilarious. Well, according to God damn it, stupid ads. <laughs> uh as I scrolled before something asked me to log in, it was at number four all time. Yeah. Let's yeah. Can... Uh so Ava- you- Avatar still number one, then Titanic. Then Force Awakens and then yeah. Infinity War. Yeah, that makes sense. Is how I'm finding it. Yeah, See? that's pretty consistent. And it's not by much. I mean, yeah. uh, Avengers Infinity War, two two billion forty eight million, and then Force Awakens is two billion sixty eight million. Yeah. But so, I think Avatar gets a boost because it was three D, so you had to buy the oh, stupid glasses. Definitely. Definitely. It's like I like I don't. I, there's people that don't even know that Avatar is a thing or was a thing now, which is crazy because at the time it was kind of a bit of a hype fest. But wow, Marvel in the top ten, Marvel has four movies. Yeah, I mean, yeah, four dude. is Infinity War. Yeah, that's not that surprising. Six is yeah. Avengers. Eight is Age of Ultron. Nine is Black Panther. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people love Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I know the guy that shot Nipsey Hussle yelled Wakanda forever. Is that true? Shot you making a joke? I'm making a joke. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't. Wait, listen, we live in a crazy world. I'm just. I didn't yeah. even know. I was like, that could have happened. I just <laughs> looked at a Yelp picture where, you know, it was for an, an acai bowl place, and uh-huh. it said, "Wakanda toppings you want." <laughs> What kind of topics you want? And I'm like, they don't even like Black Panther. You can get, you can get, uh, uh, what do you call those to leave the country? A passport cover that says Wakanda on it. You can get one that says Asgard too, but the Wakanda one was was a little better. That's retarded. I was gonna send you guys a clip of one of the one of the Ghost Rider movies where he sends he he sends a dude to hell and then he <laughs> yeah. does the, the Wakanda Forever thing, the the crossing the arms. Yeah, yeah, he did that. You know what sucks is that one of the best parts of that movie was like two seconds before that clip and they didn't include it. And it's where he got that dude and he grabs him by the collar and he pulls him in and he does like the penance there, but like point blank, like eye to eye. And then the guy like screams in like pain and suffering and then he sends him to hell. Was that the sequel or was that the first one? No, that's the sequel. Yeah. Okay. A sequel, far better movie than the original. Yeah, which is surprising. Like, uh, it, it's it's underrated. Well, like, it's, it's surprising. I mean, Larry still hasn't seen it. It's surprising I that have. they even made a sequel. Wait, you haven't seen it? No, not Ghost Rider Two. Now I know what yeah. we're watching when I go there. Yep, high as fuck. And this and this oh, is well, a, we can't anymore. And this is a good movie. So it's not. I'm, we're not torturing you like we did last year. And wait, why like, can't you get high? Up because the, the we're in a government facility at Larry's house. What? Lawrence got taken <laughs> over by well, the government. We, we could talk about that later. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I got enough alcohol in me that I, I got the soundboard down now. <laughs> 
So where do you think uh, Endgame is going to rate in that whole thing? Like, is that going to knock? Like, is it just going to knock the number five uh, uh, movie out? And then I it'll, think it'll, it'll knock it'll number score? two. Really? You think it can overtake uh, Titan? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it can overtake. It could definitely overtake Infinity War. Um, well, yeah, because you're going to get the people that watched it in the theater, and now you're going to yeah. get the people that were hyped up by the first movie and are going to watch well, it. I have at least 10 clients that just started watching all the Marvel stuff because they saw Infinity War, and they enjoyed it immensely, but they f- didn't, ne- didn't necessarily feel lost, but they were invested in every character. So, you know, every char- almost every character in that movie has their own movie, so now right. they're watching everything. Yeah. And I, I told them, and I asked them, like, have you read any comics or anything? And they said no, and I'm like, you know, I would sell my soul to Satan to, like, have your experience and actually enjoy at least half of these movies. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're already predicting 800 million opening. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, like, there's, yeah, there's dudes that, that weren't interested in any other movies and and gir- dudes' girlfriends that didn't like any superhero movies but saw Infinity War because that was an event, you know, yeah, like, it like it was a cultural an event. phenomenon. Yeah, if, yeah, it was like Star Wars in the 60s and 70s, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, in the 70s, yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I mean, those, those, those two decades were, a, those two decades were a blur to me, so. <laughs> But um, but yeah, so they dragged their girlfriends along, and you know that's more money. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah. So I know that you know, obviously, you know, all of us are are hyped for Endgame, but technically, we got a couple comic book movies coming out before that. We- <laughs> like, I'm gonna. We got, uh, I'm Sh- gonna. We got Shazam. I'm gonna have out. to drag my girlfriend because my wife don't want to go. <laughs> Your your wife doesn't want to go to Shazam or Endgame. Oh. She really doesn't want to go to Endgame. No, she's. Like, I think it, it, when we get to it, she probably will, just because she saw the first one. So let's finish the story. But right now, she's yeah. done with comic book movies, except for Joker, because <gasps> that creeped her out enough that she's gonna want to watch that. But that's not even creepy. It, it, like, wait, so Joker was enough for her to be like, you know, I think I want to see that, even though I'm done with comic book movies. But she, yeah, but well, she, she doesn't see on the fence about. Well, like, it, it's, well that, that kind of go- proves her point. Like, yeah, it's like I said, barely call Joker a comic book. Movie. It's, it's like uh, I said earlier. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't feel like. A comic book movie it just feels like a creepy movie that they happen to call joker instead of narkham so that that goes along with that but yeah no she's done with comic book movies for now like again we'll see as we get closer to endgame which is actually only what like a month away we'll see how she feels what? then but i'm definitely on my own for shazam i was on my own for captain marvel what about what about hellboy because hellboy comes out in like a week and a half two hey, weeks you guys have to see hellboy because that was your first date I forgot about that. How the fuck you forget about it? But I remember, dude. Because you're Moses, <laughs> yeah. Like an iron yeah, but that's a milestone with him and her. I well, I know it was Hellboy too. Yeah, I remember because I asked her if she had any coke, <laughs> 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 and she said no. So I was really disappointed. But she also likes Stranger Things, and that dude's in it. Which now dude? we 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 might see that. What do you mean, which dude? Like, you guys better. The the main guy is uh... Instagram Live it too. <laughs> <laughs> is is that what Oz and Amber do on dates? They Instagram Live. Well, no, it? but this one because it's you know it's tied to their first date. They got to do uh, the heart filters and everything. They got to do the stories. Yeah. Although, although I slept through like half of that one because it, yeah, it was. Well, we we drank a lot. Yeah, we well we drank a lot, and it was like the second time I was watching it because I didn't know. 
you don't know if, if they're going to enjoy it or not, or she's going to want to talk and ruin it for me. So I watched it before. So I'd already seen it. And then I That's drank. That's hilarious. And I, I was like, not So it was only special for me. <laughs> yeah, my first day was more special to you than it was for me. Well, I was like, this will be a moment that I'll forever capture. And it was the first date. So it's not like she put out or anything. So yeah. we even Wait. got that dude to give us free stuff. I don't even remember that. What did we get for free? The Brazilian restaurant, like the guy, it was like a a place where you pay for the food by the pound and we just got drinks. But the waiter that helped us wanted to bang my friend Dante. So he just loaded us up with like like one of each drink on the menu and then a plate from every tray in the buffet line. And then when we were going to, Dante and I were going to pick up the the bill and he just looked at Dante. He goes, ah, we'll just settle up later. Whoa. Yeah. (laughs) What look was Dante the same afterwards? Well, what happened was Dante's gaydar was off. He didn't know that that's what he wanted. But they worked together at his, at the other job. The oh. guy had two jobs, and it, yeah, and it, it just then he's like, oh, that got real weird real quick. Turns out that Dante had to date that dude for six months. It was wild. Yeah, yeah look, yeah. <laughs> Supposedly they were like learning capoeira together. Oh, that was which the that yeah, talk? which that should have well. That should have been the dead giveaway if you don't have a gaydar. <laughs> but yeah. Well, if it makes you feel better, if if she does go watch Hellboy with me, it's gonna be like our first date, where instead now she's gonna be the one nodding off. While I'm watching the movie. Yeah. Although I put out, so that'll be different. <laughs> so even if she falls asleep. Oh, jeez. Makes it better. Shazam. He says property now, so it's okay. <laughs> What 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 are, what are y'all thinking about this Shazam joint? Oh my god! It, I mean, look if you see trailers or TV spots or anything, they haven't shown you anything different than the first thing. It's just an edited, modified version of the original. Because that movie, I believe, really has nothing to offer other than uh, what it really is—an adaptation of the Justice League six through th- six through six through 10 backup stories that were like four pages, five pages each. So it's like you got two issues worth of comic stuff in it. Yeah, it's the lamest version of of Captain Marvel. Right. And I mean, if you look, I understand, like, I don't like him being called Shazam. You know, I understand they, you know, with the copyright, yeah, it's fine. But why bother? Like, yeah, like, if you can't do something good, why? This is... I, I'm not going to get into this. This is going to be a whole tangent that we're going to agree to disagree, but it's going to take us 45 minutes to get there. I'll do it when we're all drinking off the air. Billy O.K. says, yes, Shazam looks fun. I agree. I'm not expecting much from that movie. Yeah, but like, I mean, well, look, you think I want to see comic adaptations for fun? <laughs> You think I want to be entertained? <laughs> Look, I want to see the shit that I played through my mind. Like, I added the motion scenes in my mind, and I want to see those without having my mind working so hard. You know what I mean? But, you know, I, again, I'm the one that watches it from the mother's basement. You know what I mean? You do be watching stuff from the basement. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. Like, uh, this movie gives me a lot of, like, you know, it really, like, I'm a bad Buddhist as it is. And. <laughs> That, like, it makes me wish for more suffering for the world. Like, <laughs> what? 
is a fake fucking muscles, the scrawny, lanky, like nerd actor. Like Zachary Levy could have been Billy Batson. You know what I mean? Like this dude <laughs> looks like he never hit puberty. Jeez. Like this motherfucker puts fucking mascara on a stubble to look manly. I seen it. I watched <laughs> that. Like I watched that Netflix series where he was in it. <laughs> He's like, I seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, jeez, man. It's rough. It's rough. Like, I, I look, I, I'll tell you right now, like, I like, like, I, I do believe that the movie is probably better than uh, the marketing makes it look. But between the marketing and just like, and like Moses said, like knowing kind of like the version of the character they're kind of going with. That's just like, yeah, man, I don't I like I, I have like zero interest in trying to see this flick. Look, there's a lot of shit going on in chat. Duplex says he's trying to watch it just to get out of his sister's Seder. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Duplex, like, shame on you. Shame on you, Duplex, because... You know, the Seder signifies a thousands of years of tradition. And I'm not Jewish because my family was forced to become Catholic to escape the Inquisition. But shame on you, Doomplay. Um, And then Oscar posted a picture of Zachary Levy lifting some plastic weights. And like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Poor Zach look, Zachary Levi gets no props. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't put on enough weight to fill up that costume. Like that's yeah, that's what he looks like without his shirt on. That's not what he looks like in the costume. Yeah, that picture was probably taken like months after the movie was done when he had time to put the muscle on. Which, but look, the thing is, it's still not. It, it doesn't equal the same amount of volume. Like, yeah. But Mason at Jack least says, so in the trailer, is he in a full body muscle suit or not? I think it's just the shirt. Well, it's got to be the glutes and the quads too, because they they actually make him look proportionate. Like he doesn't look proportionate in this in this picture. Like for his shoulders and pecs to be proportionate for his weight, like either his his waist needs to be I want to say probably two inches on each side narrower. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, yeah, like he's still boxy looking. The thing thing that bothers me the most. I think about this movie is that it pushes the idea, which, you know, is not like this will probably happen anytime in the near future anyway, because Lord knows Warner Brothers and DC needs to get their stuff together before anything close to this could happen. But the idea of that moment happening on screen from friggin' uh, Kingdom Come, you know what I'm saying? Like this version of Captain Marvel, like, can't happen in Kingdom Come if no. this is the, the idea that people having their heads of this character like but, but honestly like that's not even this movie's fault because new 52 <laughs> can't do it and even like some of the stuff you get before new 52 can't really do it either but they, they still at least you know it's an evolution of the character not a right. total like revamp right so it's right. like yeah it, it, you know alternate universe yeah it can but I feel but like it's new the 50, comics fault. New New Fifty Two version. Yeah, you know, you're probably right. New Fifty Two version, you can't do it either. You need like the old Captain Marvel, like you know, because like you know, the thing is, like, I don't have any problem with. Obviously, you, you he's supposed to be a kid in a right. in an adult body. But he's even a, the sensibility. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Larry. No, no, but I think you're gonna say the same thing I'm gonna say, where it's like it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just I was, just, I was looking at the chat. What <laughs> the Michael's there. 
Oh, jeez. But what I was going to say is that, uh, the, yeah, it's like the, the sensibility of the kid. Like, the kid is trying to pass as an adult. Yeah. And you don't get that from this movie at all. Like, it doesn't feel like he's trying to pretend to be an adult. It feels like they're playing up the, com- the comedic angle of a kid being inside of a superhero body and him just being, like, silly. Why can't Jeff Johns' kid kill himself so that he could shut oh, the fuck up for geez. a couple years? Moses, please, please, let's not wish death upon people's children. No, I mean, like, like Jeff Johns needs to take a step back. You know, like that's okay. Like, why don't we just ask for? May it go as far as Jeff Johns maybe getting sick with something curable? Let's do that. Like a a light cancer? No, like a melanoma? No, no, that's all cancer still. But that's curable. I might have have a melanoma. I I hope you don't. Something with his prostate? No, not no. Nothing incurable. Well, look, he's attacking our prostate. It's like a really bad bout of pneumonia and decides to take some time off to heal. I believe it's called pneumonia. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Anyway, so... And he just got really bad, like, intestinal worms. Like, that sounds curable, at least. It sounds very... That sounds like the plot of that Captain Marvel movie. Or struck by lightning. Jeez, man. No, because then his writing might get like more influence he might do more crappy shit i love how after jeff johns is running avengers bendis had to come and destroy the avengers mansion and kill half of them <laughs> they're like well starting fresh <laughs> yeah. it's like oh well yeah he gets Guess the best way to do this is to start from the beginning. But yeah, okay. Uh, just real quick, Bo, are you getting? Are you gonna go see Hellboy or no? What do you think? Um, I don't want to, but that newer trailer that just came out actually looks pretty good. Like yeah. the monster design and everything. Like they yeah. stopped focusing on the actual people in it, yeah. so it, it might be all right. I guess yeah, okay. ultimately, I, honestly, I'm not even like trying it. I don't want it to be like the comics. I just want it to be good. And gotcha. it looked a little weird at the beginning, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, feel I guess like they're trying yeah. to go for the stylized look of the comic, like in real life. Like I feel like that's what they're trying yeah. to do. And I know that people are like. Like Hector Chat said, hey, that Hellboy looks weird. But I, to me, like it looks like a Manola, a Magnola draw, drawing come to life. But that's what the original one looked like. The, I guess you know this. His face, they played up the angles, right? But and he has like the more long face. But Perlman had that naturally. I mean, look, I, I like I feel like if Perlman definitely like his version looked like if you made Hellboy real, right? This looks like if you're trying to, like, if the comic became three-dimensional. Yeah, I don't really see that, but... Oh, okay, and that's fair. I like, like, every, not... like, you know, when you talk about the angles and everything, like, everybody has more of a narrower look, I guess. More sharper, more sleeker. Whereas oh. the comic was more blocky. Um, and that's that's what I got from the first Hellboy. The second one still had that original for some of the characters, but it went off on its own thing, too, yeah. where, like, the elves looked like... They looked like yeah, the elves look tight, but again, that yeah. was that was all. Um, what's his name? The the director. I'm, I'm spacing out. Del Toro. Del Toro. Yeah, that was yeah. all him. But yeah, and I know you spoke on it, Oz. Jay, are you are you trying to see Hellboy? Are you excited for that, or is it just a, a obligatory movie watch for you? It's more than obligatory. Like I don't know how much I'm gonna like it, but it does look interesting. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Cool. So, uh, I guess should we go into our review? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do it. Is it a movie or a comic? Oh, it's an anime. An anime review, so go with the movie. 
dia tak kamu pek dia tak I'm sorry like I, it's funny every time theater theater <laughs> jeez okay. I got to I got to add Larry doing the theater yeah <laughs> oh jeez okay jay let's talk about the promised neverland okay so I know I talked about this before uh promised neverland is a psychological horror anime about a bunch of kids in an orphanage that need to escape before they get eaten and i just wanted to talk it again since the season just ended so i could give like my overall uh what i thought of the series i don't know if it's getting renewed but it's really good like it's stayed consistent uh, there are a lot of twists and turns the scheming is awesome uh, there's still some great mood and yeah that's pretty much what i wanted to say <laughs> i i i uh was with nia here we watched the like three three episodes and oh yeah, what did you think i liked it a lot i like and it's funny because i remembered some of the things that you said when you spoke on it last time and uh mm-hmm. you know i definitely like like well here's the thing it was like uh, the beauty of getting to be me <laughs> is that you know I, I i didn't remember the stuff you said before i started watching it so i went in completely like oh, what is this again i don't remember <laughs> right and so i got to be surprised by the premise <laughs> And then, and, and then I was like, "Oh wait!" And it, then it started coming back to me as I'm watching stuff. And so I'm like, "Okay, cool." Like I remember that Joe mentioned this, and I remember him talking about that. And yeah, like I'm, I'm definitely gonna watch it to the end. Yeah, it's it's really good. And you know, one of the things I, I think I mentioned last time, but it, it it continues to be like a good thing that the kids are all smart. Like three of them are smarter than the rest, but the fact that they're all smart like lets them really be able to move the story along and really get like things done without a, a lot of unnecessary meandering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and yeah. It's like some of the schemes work because. Uh, Norman, like I, I mentioned this, but he really is just like a genius with planning. And you go along, and like he's like pulling moves that you they don't even you don't even see the ramifications until like later. You see how much he was doing behind the scenes mm-hmm. and how much he continues to do. It's like pretty awesome. Yeah, it's also yeah. cool watching the characters change. Like Emma has really matured, where she's like kind of forced to not be as naive mm-hmm. as she is in the beginning even though she's still like super optimistic but she's willing to compromise now okay yeah the i think that you know the the strength of of this particular series definitely comes from those that the the like interplay between the three main protagonists and how you have like norman and emma and ray and just like each of them with their strengths and definitely like their weaknesses and how that all kind of makes the story even more interesting you know it's like obviously um or i should say obviously but because how anime can do sometimes it can be a little heavy-handed with like you know playing up the idea like this is what they're good at and this is what they're bad at i'm sure some of that is probably like gets lost in translation too but even with that like you know with that caveat it's still just like interesting to watch like and and they definitely lay the groundwork for some of the things that you've are you were just talking about that carry through the series like 
like in those first like few episodes you, you see it and yeah it's cool yeah plus i think the way that they do talk about their strengths comes off i mean it's direct but it doesn't feel heavy-handed i think they worked it in next to pretty well where it's like kind of them playing tag and then ray kind of analyzing why emma always loses mm-hmm. yeah yeah i agree with you that the the tag aspect of things is an amazing mechanic and how they like choose to do that like that was one of the things that i remembered after the fact where i was like oh yeah i remember joe's joe saying that like you know they're training the kids through the game but I, I think it's more about like sometimes like the dialogue of other people in how they kind of like the and the analysis of the game makes sense you know because that's like what you know that's what they're trying to do it just like i feel like the other characters without trying to you know trying to spoil anything there are other characters that kind of you know go over like they they do i guess their own analysis and just the way that it comes across to me was just like oh like you know like that feels like this is for us as as the audience and that's unfortunate because it's like it, you don't necessarily need it you know where it's like you know oh, I'm sure, okay. yeah like it, it sometimes it feels like a character's thoughts aren't their thoughts it's the person like the writer trying to talk to the audience to make sure we don't miss it <laughs> and it's like okay well, man, yeah. and you know I get it like some you know like some of the stuff they're talking about can be um, a little subtle so there are it does run the risk of some people maybe missing it and so I can I guess I can kind of forgive it for that, like because all in all, it's it was it's been really good. I liked it. Yeah, I, honestly, uh, Oz and Mo, if you all haven't seen it, I would definitely say give it a try because I think I think both of you would actually really like it. What's anyway. your basis on that? I just think that that the way that the the action presents itself. Oh well, and action's a strong word because it. You know, I guess what really what is maybe more the way that the story presents itself. I think that you would you would get a uh, a kick out of out of how it's paced. Like it doesn't, and I, it sounds like based on what Jay even said today, where you know because the kids are smart, like the, this story, like told in some other form or maybe by somebody else, very well could have had like be stretched be stretched out more because you have people making mistakes that you're kind of like, oh, why did they do that? You know what I'm saying or you know like it it would go to places that you would more you're more used to seeing just because i don't know i don't know why when what for certain stories we kind of just like go i mean we, you have i guess you have tropes right and so some some of the tropes are like when you're in these kind of situations there's always this kind of person that happens or whatever or that that's in it and they you know they get they get gotten and it's like it just feels so far like this is not that like those they don't mess with any of those kinds of things and they're like we got capable protagonists, we got capable antagonists, and it makes the it makes the story move a little faster and it makes the writing um a little bit a little bit uh or not a little bit a lot less mundane because it's not like you're dealing with oh well how do we do da, 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 da. it's more like you know the it seems like all the characters are thinking ahead and so because the characters are thinking ahead the story moves faster and even the characters that there are even characters that you don't actually realize are thinking that are actually thinking like you think they're just kids but because they're smart they're also thinking and they don't even present that to you until like way late in the game and then you like when you realize you look back and then it's like oh shit like all of this was going on the whole time there you go which i was gonna plan to i was gonna do a spoiler kind of thing but since Lawrence is watching it i'll just just that's Pussy. not the right word. But 
I appreciate that. Because, yeah, yeah I will actually watch it. So, you know, you can definitely do a, a spoiler review in the week to come. Um, well, I mean, or, kind of got, like, I got the basics out. Like, I was going to go through, like, all the things and, like, go into detail about that one thing I was just talking about. But the main thing was just to get out that I really enjoyed it. I love the intelligence of the writing, how the characters are smart so you don't have to waste a bunch of time with, like, stupid shit that sometimes comes up and, right. you know, the character misunderstandings and, like, going round and round to try and convince someone of one thing. Like, because they're smart, you cut out so much of that BS, like, a lot right. of the filler. And you could really just concentrate on the plot and the schemes and the working to survive. For the show again, Jay? It's The Promised Neverland. The season one just finished. It's 12 episodes. I don't know if season two is gonna... I don't know if they're getting a season two, so I'm gonna have to go switch over to the manga because they're like way ahead the, the manga's really far ahead you said yeah like how yeah. far ahead like 30 chapters or? um no i don't know exactly how many chapters but i was reading a synopsis of the current novel and it describes uh things that are like the way the synopsis feels is like it would take at least another season to get to cool. or that might be like the second part of the next season cool i love Sweet. how joe's review initially was just like 10 seconds <laughs> And then, you know, if Larry hadn't watched it, that would have been it. <laughs> well, I mean, I might have gone on. I don't know. But, yeah, my reviews are weird. We got to do the jam. jam. Joe's Anime Minute. <laughs> <laughs> but it's only like 15 seconds. <laughs> Like the intro, or it could be you know the intro vary, before it could vary because it is anime. Like anything could happen. The intro will be like forty five seconds, and then he for fifteen seconds, like yeah, I liked it. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because I I literally said that exact thing to Nia when we were watching the joint because she's like, "Do you know what's what's gonna happen in this?" And I'm like. Like, no, I, I really don't know. Because, like I said, I couldn't remember. And I'm like, but it's anime. I'm like, anything could happen. Like, who knows? Like, you know, <laughs> like, I can't. You know, she's like, she's like, what do you think's going to happen? I'm like, I'm, I literally can't tell you what I think's going to happen. I'm Cthulhu's just, like, just going to show up. Say what? Cthulhu's just going to show up and it works because it's anime. I mean, look, that, that's almost what happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, just like oh jesus like because it was like literally like at a moment where you know she was kind of like hey like what what do you think they're about to find and sure enough when it came we were both just like well even though it's funny because for whatever reason nia had a feeling that it was going to go the direction that it went in and it but not 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 to the degree that it did i think that's just the difference where it's just like oh okay and it's just like wow well i like i did not know that that was what was going to happen even though technically i had heard the premise already <laughs> like, and definitely didn't anticipate like you know like okay like what the the opposing force was going to be i'm like oh geez okay so interesting interesting stuff I was okay. watching an anime about a dude hooking up with both his stepsisters. What? And I, I was like, I'm going to keep watching because this anime, anything could happen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, anything did happen, but that's like the basis of it. We call that hentai. No, it's not. That's the that's the beauty of it. Where it's like, I'm like, well, I don't know, like. 
I felt weird watching it because it could be, and it wasn't. It was all about rationalization and over rationalization, and ultimately, it was about the guy writing his novel. Like, <laughs> okay. and I'm like, it's anime. Anything could happen. They sell it to you as him banging his two sisters, stepsisters, but it's not like, yeah, yeah, that's what it is on the surface. But it's all this like psychological textbook study on like loneliness and jealousy and basically schisms of creativity. Hecht wants to know if you were on Crunchyroll or Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was it was on VRV. So I guess it's like on high and something. Crunchyroll. No, it's Crunchyroll. Joe, high is on a uh, high is on Verve also. Yeah. But that particular series was Crunchyroll. Wait, oh, what? Promise Neverland? I believe. Huh? Promise Neverland? Uh yeah, that's Crunchyroll yeah. too. Yeah. I thought he was talking about your threesome anime you were watching but they're, they're both crunchy roll yeah wait so joe you know what most talking about what what was that show called domestic girlfriend where basically a guy has a crush on his teacher and there's a classmate he recently slept with and his father comes home one day and with the new wife and the teacher and the girls he slept with are his new sisters wow wait, joe yeah. sold it better than mo well because well yeah like it, it's kind of that's how they he, he kind of got the details a little mixed up. Basically, the classmate That's that he slept blurb. with... Yeah, the classmate that he slept with isn't his classmate. She's from another school. So he, like, doesn't know nothing about her. It was just, like, a one-night stand. She's just trying to get the virginity out of the way because everybody keeps talking about it. And he's, like, this just awkward dude that's trying to write his novel, and he gets thrown into this mixer. And then these two awkward people just click because they're more awkward than everybody else there. And she's just, let's just get this over with. Do you mind? And he's like, uh, and then, you know, she does it. I want to post a picture from it, but I think I might violate the, the code of conduct or something. Nah. I mean, if you do no. the opening, yeah. Like, it's the like, picture, like, it's actually really cool because it's like him and the one girl, the school girl on one side, the teacher on the other. And they're kind of like holding him. Yeah, like, it, like, it's like, really safe. Like, it looks, <laughs> it's not. That. that <laughs> What what? happened in the anime series? Oh, what the the hell? Where did I get that? That's what I got when I typed in domestic girlfriend. It's funny because the opening sequence is a lot of that, but that never happens in the series at all. Oh, this show is lies. I think it could be rated PG. I guess that's part of what I liked about it because everything is like more implied and more cerebral and more... um, rational you like, know that first image is what you expected because you were on Pornhub and then that second image is what actually happened like that even that second image doesn't happen it's from the show no like that's this isn't fan art I'm posting yeah like it, none of that happens that's what I'm trying to tell you like it sells you on one thing yeah, that's just comes, a cover image. yeah it, it just it's super cerebral and logical and it's even like dramatic, like a Mexican novella, you know, like on certain points. But it's really like everybody's like overthinking everything. And it's like, man, I wish motherfuckers out here on the West overthought one thing a day. You know, Cause <laughs> for real, like it, it's just I'm like, man, high school kids don't think like this here, you know. But in Japan, they do. And it, it goes back to what you were saying, Larry, where animes can be kind of heavy-handed and in, in, on things like where the author's trying to like get the message across to you mm-hmm. and that that's what reminded me about this series too because 
that a lot of that happens where it's like it's almost philosophical to a degree, but it's just dialogue between the characters. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So where the hell am I getting this these images? Because I, I looked it up. They're all from the opening sequence. The opening sequence and is like that. But so, even so these the opening theme song is tight. These, like, these characters are naked in the opening sequence, and then you get none of that in the actual show. Yeah, you get none of that in the actual oh, show. Oh, I feel ripped off, and I've never seen this show. Well, look, if you if you actually want to think when you watch things and, and have your brain stimulated in the way that no, those That's not the part of me I want ball, stimulated. But... <laughs> That that's what I'm saying. Like it stimulates your brain, like the opening sequence stimulates your dick. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that that that's I, I, like normally, like Joe said last week, like he wouldn't watch animes like this, and then I wouldn't either. You know, I usually like things with fighting and you know, but it's like I'm like, ah, you know, I'll give this a shot. I just like the awkward situation that all of a sudden they're his sisters. So I'm like, oh, this is gonna be either like really hilarious, and it's not even funny. There's funny parts, but it's not even like a comedy. It's like, it's literally like a curmudgeon-y romance. Now, I only have enough blood flow for one or the other. And it, you know what? If I'm not, if I'm not doing anything important, I don't, my brain doesn't need it. If you want lower stimulation, you might want to try school days. Well, now I have to look that up and get banned from chat from posting it. Yeah, well, most of their cover images are clean, but School Days is, uh, they do get more detailed. Like, not porn level detail, but they definitely have more details. And the ending of the series is just amazing. The ending is worth watching the whole entire series. Uh, Burr's in chat. He says, Domestic Girlfriend was surprisingly good. I heard the manga is even better. Hex says, I don't want to read a book backwards. I'm looking up (laughs) school days and not one image is as suggestive as as those other ones. A lot of blood, though. Yeah, that's why I I watched it. And there's not that much blood in the anime. Just in the last episode, the one I watched it for is bloody. And in Domestic Girlfriends, there's no blood. Yeah. No, and they look kind of young, so it's a little uncomfortable. I'm going to close this page now. Hex says, Oscar B. Drunk, watch Cheeky Mayo. Mayo like mayonnaise? That's what it says in get, chat. Get back in chat. No, like Mayo Clinic. <laughs> That's near where I live. Yeah, Burr nailed it. He says, it's like an animated soap opera. And that, that that's really what it feels like. like. I felt like I was watching, you know like one life to live or something one life to live there i go dating to, myself again i used to watch those mexican soap operas because they had an ending they weren't like the american ones that went on for 30 years yeah What's the, i still have a couple of romantic animes that i still haven't finished so it's hard to start a new one yeah i watch those two minutes at a time <laughs> you already uh, you already do some news uh we gotta do a uh um, mm-hmm before oh we got mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. This, mm-hmm. i'm gonna do this one live so you guys gotta show dude up. joe's been trying to say something for like two minutes sorry oh what oh uh, before we do news uh, i just want to say mo I, I did watch gary and his demons you watched the episode i told you um i started with the episode you told me yeah but then i watched the whole thing oh okay it's good it's it's really funny but the episode i told you was awesome right it was okay it was okay i'm not a fan of that song yeah but the way they did it i like his voice is kind of like terrible so it's like fun to listen to but the episode i would have pointed me towards was the one where he's with his niece Oh yeah, and that they get trapped in that uh, that little pleasure puzzle box. Yeah, I haven't gotten there yet, but yeah. Oh, you haven't? No, no, because 
it, I like Gary and his demons so much that I delay it for like when I don't want to plan anything and like I don't watch a lot of episodes at a time. Like I literally just want to spend like if I spend 30 minutes or so with Gary and his demons, I don't want to do anything else for those 30 minutes. Yeah. Oh man, it's funny. Yeah, so I'm actually yeah. on that episode with his niece, but I've only gotten to where they talk to the guy when he brings out the little pleasure box. But I haven't seen, you know, customers oh. and whatnot come in. So yeah, it's it's funny. But you saw the one where he was like went to his parents for dinner. Oh yeah, yeah, that one's uh, so good. <laughs> and then his brother yeah. ends up fucking the demon, and he loves it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a fun show. I like it. I love how, like, his parents neglected him more than it, than his brother, but it's because he's, like, the better one, you know? Right. That really resonated with me, because <laughs> I always get mad about that. Like, you know, my brothers, any money they asked for, they had it. I had to start working at 12, but this yeah. is my therapy session, so let's get on to that. Mm-hmm. So Tool decided to troll their fans, and they released a 32-minute video on YouTube. You know, we're all on the edge of our seats waiting for Tool to tease us with new material because they've been working on an album since 2017. The song, quote-unquote, that they posted on their YouTube was called Night Crickets, and it was 32 minutes long. To any Tool fan, that sounds like the next Tool hit, but it turned out to be just night crickets chirping for 32 minutes in one of the band members backyard the album is coming this year at some point kirk hammett from metallica spilled the beans that he and his friend adam jones from tool were talking about album cover art being finalized and mastering process being underway so there is confirmation that we are getting an album in 2019 now if you know tool it could be the last minute of 2019. That's just how they do. Ghost announced the fall tour. They're gonna do, a, I think about like 13 or 18 dates in North America. Gonna do some little bits of Canada, Reno, a lot of the smaller places that they didn't do for a pale tour named, named Death uh, This that last winter and, and, and fall. But usually when they do do a tour in between albums, it's preceded by a release of some kind whether it's a single or an ep they did that with the ep if you have ghosts you have everything or uh pope star a couple years back so we'll see there's usually a, a one single that's like a b-side to the album and then a couple covers so we'll see what they do before this tour and then Belzebubs, which we have talked to talked about on fantastic forum in the past they released a new single uh last week which if you listen to the last episode i said that they're teasing something it's probably another single that'll come out friday and sure enough that's what happened it is called cathedrals of mourning they released an animated video to go with that single and then when you hear this song it's the second single they released the other one's the black and call and this album is shaping up to be a good like contender for album of the year because these two songs are like amazing modern black metal hits and then there's another crazy new story going on out of new zealand we just had the christchurch shootings now we have the christchurch burnings jason jacob lowenstein is uh, held on two counts of arson 
and one count of unlawfully taking a vehicle. Uh, he is a band member of Secularity and Oblivion Dawn. He actually burned two churches down, one to the point that it just needs to be demolished. And he's basically arrested. And, you know, I don't know what motivated him to do that. Some people call. There's a black metal uh, biopic that came out a couple months back, and they're blaming that because there's prominent church burning in that. But uh, one of the forum members at MetalInjection.net said that he grew up in the same scene as Lowenstein. And he basically, he knows the guy, and, and the guy has a big rap sheet and a history of mental illness, and all that in his past is not related to metal at all. So he could have just done it on a whim or something. But yeah, I'm Moses Magnum. This is your Heavy Metal Minute. Good job, Mo. Thank you. You're welcome. I think this is the best one I've done. Yeah, that was great. Maybe you maybe you need to do it live all the time. I Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I do. Like, I'm just energized when I'm here at my little workstation. Oh, are you are you posting these as their own thing? I, I'm starting to like the ones that come out good. <laughs> I just like the idea of having a podcast that's only like two three minutes. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's do some news. Uh, I gotta go to that page. Uh, <sighs> well. What, what? Should, I, <laughs> should I say something while you're waiting for it? Or no? no, we're not waiting for it. I when when Mo is done, I put the volume all the way down, so it's actually uh, playing right now. But okay, here we go. <laughs> comic book news. We should have a like uh, comic book like Kurt. <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. All right, let's get into it. What's first? So uh, they basically announced a Final Fantasy XIV manga that's going to appear in monthly Shoujo Gangan. Um, you said Final Fantasy XIV? Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's yeah, that's the, the online joint. Right. Uh, the pages are pretty much drafted. Everything's done. Um, They've got some cover art, or not cover art, some uh, inside art that they're showing off. And that is going to premiere shortly. How how active is that community? You think, Jay? Oh, very. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, there's a yeah, they're like super active. Got it. Cool. Um, Stranger Things star David Harbour joins Scarlett Johansson in Marvel's Black Widow. It says right here the movie is casting up as it heads towards a June production start in London. They added actress Florence Pugh to the call sheet. Uh, Kate Shortland, the Australian filmmaker behind the 2012 Nazi drama Lore, is directing the project. We don't know who uh, Harbour is playing, but he's going to be playing Hellboy coming soon. Also, Rachel Weisz is circling a key role in the Black Widow film, but we don't know who she's going to be. Do you still hate her? Uh, No. Uh, I don't. Um, <laughs> why are you laughing, Larry? The way, just the way you said it was, actually, no, no, I don't. Well, it's funny because I haven't been able to tell this story on the air because they told me, but I just had enough whiskey that I can actually tell the, the story on why I don't hate her. Wait, you're not, we're right. not a, it's not an NDA thing, right? I mean, not my NDA, somebody else's NDA, but I mean, I'm not going to name that source. Is it something that only that source would know? Uh, there's a couple other sources that would know, like pretty much everybody that worked on Black Swan would know. Okay, so you got this straight from, from Mila Kunis. Who no, 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 no. This is a dude. 
Like, uh, okay, so, so Portman. To, why are we trying to narrow down who told you? Just yeah. tell us. I know. I mean, Larry, you were there. I'm trying to deflect. You're doing a Larry, terrible job. Oh, Mila, Mila Kunis. Like, You're telling me uh, Mo talked to Mila Kunis about uh, Rachel Weiss. Look, first of all, if I talked to Mila Kunis, we'd only talk for 20 minutes and then her mouth would be full. I don't know what your wife would say about that. I'm assuming I talked to her when I was single. She did go to Fairfax High School. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. But you're older than her, aren't you? No, same age. Really? Yeah, like no. I technically like, well, look, I'm not getting into my sordid history with Fairfax High School. but That's where you went too, Joe, right? No, he went to Hamilton with Nipsey Hussle. I did go to Fairfax during one summer. Oh, that was summer, a summer school. school. Yeah. When someone got shot, it was lame. So what's the story, Mo? Uh, so basically what happened was I used to blame Rachel Weiss for cheating on Darren Aronofsky and causing Darren Aronofsky's divorce, which made him not do the second Wolverine movie. Darren Aronofsky is famous for Pi and The Fountain Reckoning for a dream, you know. I thought he'd be a good. I want him to make a comic book movie. Period. You know, right? Like ideally Sandman, but you know, it's not gonna happen. Um, and basically, you know, I always, you know, if you listen to the archives, or maybe those aren't up anymore for whatever all game server reason. Um, but I had a grudge with Rachel Weiss because I always thought that she cheated on Darren Aronofsky with the James Bond dude, um, and that's why they divorced. But it turns out that Natalie Portman's baby is a sham, and her marrying that ballet guy from the Black Swan's a sham, too, because it's actually Darren Aronofsky's kid. Like, he fucked Natalie Portman, you know what I mean? Mm, okay. So my hatred was misguided. I should have been supporting Rachel Weiss because, you know, Darren Aronofsky is... A man and banged another chick. Well, in his defense is Natalie Portman. I mean, eh, I, mean I would have gone with Mila Kunis on, on the sort of set of Black Swan if, like, he, if he could get her. Yeah, but like, so they paid. They actually paid the ballet guy. The ballet guy is supposed to be like a gay guy that he's just in it for the money. Not and that they, gay. They, 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 they fucking say that it's his kid word so um i'm surprised larry doesn't remember that he was with me when they told me the story yeah no i I don't remember and they told me the brian singer story too what's the brian singer story that when he was on the set of the second x-men movie like his assistant had to go shop for boys in the street so that brian singer could fuck him in his trailer why is it you get these stories you know is is there something about lawrence that Shit just happens around his orbit and he's oblivious to it because he never mentions it. You know, like like I said, the, we ran into fake-ass elongated man. Lawrence had no idea. Lawrence is hearing these stories, oblivious. Well, why am I not? Like when I'm there, I'm hearing about uh, what's his face getting his bird shitting on his, on his shoulder. Those are the stories I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because I'm more outspoken about my opinions of people. And then they try to correct me by telling me the truth. So I just got to talk shit about people. Is that what I'm doing wrong? Maybe, maybe it's the way I talk shit. I don't know. Like it happens. Like, I mean, you were there when they started telling me about the, the Fox movie stuff, like, because I was, I was so angry and passionate about it. I don't remember that. Of course I'm drunk most of the time too. There it is. But you remember that Larry, right? I do. Yeah. And so far it's true. Like we have still haven't seen evidence that that guy was being false. Uh, unless something changes. I will say that, you know, WonderCon was this past weekend, uh-huh. and supposedly they showed uh, 10 minutes of Dark Phoenix, uh-huh. and, and it 
is changing some people's opinion on how how bad that movie is oh, going to be. Oh, please. The only people at that panel were people that were going to see it anyway. I mean, show, show, me, the, show me those fucking 10 minutes. see it anyway. You know like what? All of us. I mean, people like us. I mean, show, like, show me, no, show Mo, it. show Joe those 10 minutes. Obviously, not you, Lawrence, because you already love it. But show the I, rest what, of us what, those 10 minutes. It's like, it. Cause Cause it's Marvel. Like, yeah, it's and Marvel. Now, oh, no, I don't. Listen, I think it's going to be a bad movie. Like, I think it's going to be really bad. But, like, there there are people that I know that were like, I thought it was going to be really bad. And I saw this. And now it looks like it's not going to be as bad as we thought. Like, it might... It, it may not necessarily it won't be great and there's it then they kind of were like it might it might be good so what if that's the only good 10 minutes of the movie I, hey trust just the like i can't imagine the joint's gonna going to be sal is salvageable i can't imagine it but apparently as the, long as the, it's better than it went, days of future past it went over well and that's 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 did you so did you see those 10 minutes or no 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 okay so he already now, knows they're awesome though yeah. you don't have to watch him to know that <laughs> like who told you they were that good though the voice in his head no 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 no. like they're literally stories that people have written that are like no no no. but i'm talking about like did you know people that went to that panel yes Yes. okay so what did they tell you that's what they told me okay now do you trust those people's opinions on x-men movies not not enough that it convinced me that okay is gonna be good so now we're getting to the real meat yeah, I, yeah. i'm listen what i'm you gotta you is, gotta learn to talk to larry <laughs> what, what i'm saying like i'm not giving you my opinion i'm not the news isn't no what but I you're curbing it movie. you're curbing it like i had to literally like it, uh, i what, wish they would grill the president like like i had to grill you to the get the story grill. is that no, people no, no, but, but look, think look, it's going to be better than they thought right. it was going to be before yeah, that's the look, story of course studios don't spin stories <laughs> Right, so that's why I had to ask you if you actually knew people there. I, I got I got word from people that I know personally, and people they that, that you know they had that but same you don't experience trust on X Men movies. Huh? People that you know personally but don't trust on X Men movies. Well, I mean, I don't trust. Uh, they're the list of people that I'm like, oh, I get their opinion, or I think that their opinion on X Men is super solid. Is like a list of probably like three people. Look, I, so that list of three people were any of them in the like, again you gotta no. gotta keep okay they weren't there okay no. one of those three people the first name is walt <laughs> <laughs> so okay now is one of the people in that panel does he host a fast and furious podcast fast uh no okay no no okay. now so so gents i i gotta run okay. you all continue and i will catch up with you all but if you hang up then I'll... No, 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 don't worry about me i'm just gonna turn i'm just no i'm turned off my mic you guys are good oh. so that means if i yell hard enough you'll come running back no <laughs> I, got, I gotta go <laughs> but i will talk to you all next week obviously all right. fuck you all larry right. <laughs> Uh, it sounds like Taika Waititi's adaptation of the classic manga Akira is moving forward at Warner Brothers. It says after yeah, numerous. They always say that. <laughs> yeah, and they start off with that in this article. It says after numerous false starts, it looks like Warner Brothers has finally succeeded in getting their planned adaptation of Akira off the ground with Taika Waititi. Um, when was the story posted? April first. Ooh, no, yeah, I don't trust yeah, no, 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 I'm kidding. It's on the third. Uh, it says the news was actually buried in a story about live action movie scoring tax credits to film in Canada. Apparently, a 71 day shoot is planned that will employ more than 200 below the line crew and more than 5,000 employees. Um, if Warner Brothers starts 
If Warner Brothers wants to take advantage of the lucrative tax incentive, Akira will have to start production in the next six months. Um, Akira is a very complex thing. It says the project will be... Ah, fucking ad. Uh, the project will still be uh, produced by Leonardo DiCaprio's Apian Way, but we're not sure if the script by Book of Eli writer Gary Whitta is still in play. So that's uh, Indeed. That wasn't, that wasn't that good. I'm sorry, Larry. What did you have to say about that? Indeed. No, that was Jerry. Uh, are you sure? <laughs> no. Word. Eli wasn't that good. Larry, what did you think about Book of Eli? Word. Yeah, that's. I heard that's what it's about. Like, the whole thing was the Bible. Is what? that true, Larry? <laughs> okay, well, hey. I don't Larry. have that many buttons. <laughs> We're not a buttons to push. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. Larry, man, tell me what you really think about me. <laughs> I don't Just hit any button. Any button will work. <sighs> <laughs> see all right i need more layer buttons uh a picture of superman in full mustache from the justice league movie leaked i don't know if anybody cares Does i mean matter? i want to see it but i'll post because they, they also put it like with the uh like the what it actually looked like in the movie so you can kind of see the differences but they picked a scene that where he doesn't look that bad i want them to post okay. images of what he looked like in those really bad ones well the bad ones are only bad because he was cgi'd right yeah so it's like it's those scenes yeah they should you know what they should have just added a beard to it because don't they like people think their your hair grows after you die well, it, yeah, yeah, it, it would have worked because even in the comics, doesn't he come out with like a, a not a, a beard? beard yeah, but he has some like a dark stubble. Yeah, he's got the mullet and and stubble. Yeah, so people expected that when he came back. Bohemian Rhapsody, <laughs> like like Freddie Mercury. Yeah, um, then, images Bohemian Rhapsody. Scott, Scott Snyder confirmed that his cut is still out there. Yeah, that's what he said. He, but he said it. it it's three and a half hours long, and it was he was basically just working on the post production CGI by the time he quit. And this yeah. is like him saying well, it directly. He it. Well, he said it's up to Warner Brothers to release it. I mean, he can't he can't do anything. He doesn't own it. He just worked on it. Really, he can leak it if he has it. I'm sure it's in Warner Brothers vault somewhere if it even exists. But this was literally him himself saying it. But at this point, I don't trust anything he says because the dude. I think it's just hyping up himself. Like he's starting to say all like, his movies have a sniper. Not cut. steal a copy of your movie because he could. Because like, he could get that's sued. That's reason enough to not believe him. He could get sued. Like if I get well, fired, not only I'm that, but then him. nobody would hire him after. I mean, are people hiring him now? Yes. Like he's got like two movies in the slate. Uh, I actually have a Mo deal too. No, you got that now. Yeah. Here comes the money. Here we go. Mo money. Mo money. Mo money. Mo money. Every first issue of every Action Lab title is only 99 cents on Comixology right now, all the way up until April 12th, 2019. Action Lab? Yeah. You might they, do, um, they do kind of like... Uh, Joe, you know Action Lab, right? I do know them. Like I, I'm struggling to think of a title, but I definitely know Action Lab. One of their uh, more... like They have a lot of kids stuff, and then one of their... Their T for Teen titles is Albert Einstein Time Mason. So I'm probably going to get that next week. I'm going to review that because I like the idea. I like the title, really. And the cover art is done by Dave Johnson, which looks amazing. I'll put that in chat in a little bit. Um, 
Athena Voltaire Nazi Nazi punch in first issue ninety nine cents. It's called Athena Voltaire and the Sorcerer Pope, and she's punching Hitler on the cover. So I'll probably get that too. They have what the Danger Zone. That's their little more mature. They have a comic book called Spencer and Locke, which I actually have seen a lot of buzz around this. Oz, you got that buzz button? Uh, regular buzz or sexy buzz? Regular buzz. Yeah, there's been a lot of buzz around Spencer and Locke because they say it's like a uh, a noir detective Calvin and Hobbes. That's how they describe that. So I'll probably check that out too. A couple other issues here. 12 Devils Dancing, which is there from their mature line, looks pretty good. Out of curiosity, what does the sexy buzz sound like? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. No, I don't need that. <laughs> I don't know why that's there. I yeah. really don't. So uh, Princeless that we oh. talked about on the show is an Action Lab book. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're on like volume eight now. Yeah. And then uh, did any of you guys watch the last Doom Patrol? Which one was the last one? That was the one where they actually had group therapy. Oh. I forgot to talk you know, about that earlier. Then no. still, they still don't have an app for PlayStation, so. Yeah. Yeah, the last one You can I use watched... the browser, though. No, I can't. When I try it, it doesn't work. Yeah, that might be a thing because I've been having trouble getting some stuff to play on my Apple TV from my phone that used to work perfectly. Oh, uh, uh, but that might be an Apple thing too. Yeah, that's that's, that's, last... that's, what, that's what I think it is. It's some sort of encoding issue. That, uh, there'll probably be an update at some point. Yeah, because they just had an update, an iOS update recently. Yeah, um, and we were talking uh, about Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Yeah. So I got to mention that they in the the latest trailer to a Gotham episode, they showed like old man Gotham Joker, and it makes Joaquin Phoenix look so much better like i don't know why like the the guy they have doing the joker now is fine i mean he could i, I wish he was a little bit more crazy but then they show what he look what he's supposed to look like when there's actually a batman in gotham and it's just it, it goes totally wrong i don't know what the hell happened to this guy it's the guy that looks like boris karloff and yeah I saw that. He looks like Boris Karloff in The Mummy. Yeah, and the the way the guy looks now as the Joker is so much better. I I don't I don't know why they they made him lose all his hair. First of all, they're trying to make him look like Jack Nicholson's. But Jack Nicholson had more hair. Yeah, but you know, I don't know. It, it's weird, and it's only followed up by the fact that it, it, now this is what I read in the in the news stories. And it kind of bugged me because they were talking about how the facial hair on Superman is now canon because of Bendis, which to me it was kind of stupid because we've seen facial hair on Superman before. Like we just had, we just mentioned when he comes back in the black suit, he's got a beard. But yeah. people are so stupid and not doing any research into what they're writing as news that they think that one of the issues that just came out by Bendis actually makes the beard canon. And I'm going to post the image just cause but i think it's stupid it, it's proof that people don't don't pay don't do any research anymore they they just start writing what they think is truth yeah. and everybody's gonna believe it and so it becomes truth even though we've known for years that this is not anything new you know this is one of those things that keeps me contemplating upon my own death and how the world's just gonna keep moving along after i go where it's like it doesn't matter <laughs> like it really doesn't matter like everybody's just trying to get their um their article out to get the most clicks like 
I'm sure that article, that picture from the article that you posted has no real like context or, or content that is worth anything really other than maybe, maybe by a cunt's hair of a chance get you to buy the book i doubt it yeah but everything is just so meaningless but they put false meaning on it and it it just it bums me out man yeah and then of course if larry was here he'd pick me back up but he's not here well i don't know why but this joker makes me think of like solomon grundy yeah that's what he looks like he looks like a corpse solomon grundy was actually a decent character in that show well, at first, eventually they, they fuck him up too, but he started off okay. Then I get stories like what Captain Marvel's cast looks like in the comics. And at least they bothered to point out that Marvel was a dude. So, I don't but know. It, it, they don't it, have any opinion on the, on the fact either way. So like, no, they're just pointing, they're just showing a picture yeah. of the, of the actor in the movie. And then that character in the comics, that's all they're doing. It, it reminds me of that Motley, like my, I was trying to do a review of of the Motley Crue biopic from Netflix. And I'm like, I'm trying to like, okay. So if I do a review, like I can't review it without mentioning the book. Cause I actually love the book and I was really excited about the movie, but then it's like, it really just turned into a list of what the differences are between the book and the movie. And it's like, this review is just going to suck, especially if nobody else watched the movie. Cause if everybody watched the movie, then it could be like, okay, I can have some input on like either whether or not you liked it better. Like, yeah, it, it would aggravate me, but ultimately that creates content for the show. But if it's just me rattling off a list on, oh, the chick that squirts at the beginning is actually ugly in the book, but she's hot in the movie. Like, and it's a bunch of random facts like that. Like, I, I didn't feel right doing it, so I scrapped the whole idea, you know? But these, these websites just keep putting out this slop. You know, like just feeding this insatiable monster for content, whether it's good or not. Like there's no integrity in it. Yeah. I didn't want to get all philosophical. Alex Ross did a, a thing about all the Captain Marvels ever. So he's mixing uh, not just he's mix, he's mixing DC and Marvel. I'll post this. I don't know if you guys see it. I thought it was interesting just because it's not like a traditional what you would expect from Alex Ross. And it's it's supposed to be every version of Captain Marvel. Like even I think I see oh, the yeah, Japanese see. version yeah. there. Oh, there's Marvel. What, yeah. what, what was the, the not? It wasn't DC. It wasn't Marvel, but it was like Marvel man what oh was that? Uh, yeah it was marvel man originally and then miracle man miracle that's, man that's probably what i'm thinking about yeah yeah. yeah yeah he's in there so that that's only interesting to me just because and thor i love that he put thor in it because thor is another one like that where it's like you know it's just a dude that turns into a superhero like switches bodies with a superhero right he had the cane right yeah which they don't do in the movies at all and i love how it's his um it's his Kingdom Come one introducing Mary Marvel to everybody. Like, yeah, there, there's a couple that have like what you expect from an Alex Ross, but then yeah. there's a lot like of the comic book, comic book versions. Yeah. So I Alex Ross is just talented. Really. Yeah. I I talk shit about him sometimes because well for other reasons, but in the grand scheme of things, he's he's talented. Yeah. You know, you know, story. Hey, look, he's not doing. We're not doing anything he's doing, so we could all go fuck ourselves. But I'm doing you know plenty I mean? of stuff he's doing. It's just not so no, 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 no. much. But it's it's look, I love you, but it's not like him. It's close. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, there's a new story. Note, there's a oh, new story ahead. that I refuse to to read. Why? But, but I'll mention the title. 
Marvel finally explains the secret of Rogue's power. Oh, what so, is that? So it's either because she's a mutant or because of Captain Marvel, right? Which it isn't something that is just recently been explained because we've known that for a while. Right. Wait, what? <laughs> powers, like her powers aren't from, or her flight powers are from Captain Marvel, but like the absorption thing is all hers, right? Yeah, it depends what power set you're talking about. But her strength, flight, and uh, southern charm are from Miss Marvel. Actually, no, her southern right. charm's from her mother. But um, but yeah, the absorption is mutant powers. Yeah, so, so they're what? gonna explain that. Well, that's what Oz is teasing us with. And he's not telling us. Yeah. So tell us. I don't want to read this whole long story. Well, just get I mean, to the. Either she's a mutant, or she's a yeah. Either she's a mutant, or she's a whatever they call those I gas t- people. I guess. And misters. I guess you got to pick up this week's Mister and Mrs. X number nine that uh-huh. apparently reveals how Rogue's power really work, and apparently they're based on her own fear uh, when she kissed Cody Robbins. That well, I guess that kid that she put in a coma. Yeah. Uh, she was feeling the normal mix of. Of excitement and fear any teenagers blah 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 first kiss horrific experience prime rogue to fear her own abilities and that fear is the reason control has eluded her all these years so it's really about so her about lack gambit? of control that's what it sounds like yeah so why is because she touched gambit and magneto like i don't you think these that's people did that research? you think these people did that kind of research well that's why we need larry yeah like we're gonna have to do a whole separate show on just like fact checking and correcting articles let's see the closer she got to someone the more afraid she became and the less control she had over of her powers she was super close to gambit that's why rogue's love life has been such a mess according to like, Mr. why Mrs. do you X. think like if you look at gambit's gloves like why do you think he's got his middle two fingers covered <laughs> you know to make the cards glow <laughs> Look, or to not make something else glow. Right. Like he literally has the shocker like blacked out. Yeah, you're right. I shouldn't have read that. I shouldn't even have brought that up. You're right. I agree. Yeah. All right. Let's play that wrap up music. Get the fuck out of here. Larry ruined the show by leaving. Joe, man, give us some final thoughts. I think Square Enix's April Fool's joke from last year was funnier. And what did they do this year? Oh, the comic I was talking about. That was oh. an April Fool's trip. Wait, oh, what did they do last year? Uh, they did a game announcement for Final Fantasy XIV Go, which was like Pokemon Go, but with the, you doing it for gathering. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Game. Yeah, it, it's, I can't really describe it, but if you watch it, it's like one of the funniest things. Yeah, hey, don't you wish they actually did that, though? Yeah, I do. I'd love <laughs> to be able to gather. Like when you're not outside. Yeah. yeah. It's like they had a good idea and they, they, they decided to squander it on a joke. Yeah, Square Enix right. pissed me off on a joke too. In Kingdom Hearts 3, at one point, they, they show a trailer for what looks like an amazing Final Fantasy game. and But it's just a trailer for like a fake game within the within the one of the worlds <laughs> and it's it's the toy story world and the dinosaur like that's the game he wants to play but it's not no. like it, uh, it, it just it just like you just get to a point and it just happens and it's amazing it's not like they they start off saying oh he wants to play this game and he sees a commercial or something it just it just happens and then the fucking dinosaur is like oh like playing it or some bullshit me that's off. how the originals one was too though like they did that 
not as meta as that, but they still like showed you stuff and then not go through with it. I need to stop playing that fucking game. It's pissing me off. <laughs> but that stuff pissed the fuck out of me. Right. Wait, well, we never got to that. that yeah. That's it. Because I just want to know what your Bethesda thing is. Okay, this is my final thought. Is it gonna go, is it gonna go on for a while, like, or should I just keep going with the? Music? Nah, just keep playing the music. Okay. It might go on for a little long. It, look, it's gonna go long. It's gonna go on longer than the actual game went that I pre-ordered since last E3. Because you know, Elder Scrolls is a series I want to play. I've enjoyed it in the past, and I never played it because it's too time-consuming, and I don't have time to sit in front of a console. So you put it on my phone. Uh, you know, for all intents and purposes, it is a a dumber, dumbed down version of it that you can play uh, casually. But ultimately, it does have the full scope. Like that's what they were touting. And last Wednesday, during the show, it actually downloaded. And I was like, man, I remember I bought this game so long ago, and they keep saying like, oh, it's gonna come out quarter three, twenty eighteen. Then by December 31st, 2018. And then it's like, okay, by March 2019. And I guess after all those delays, like we got to give them something. So they gave me a tutorial, a screen to sign up for Bethesda.net or .com. And then they said, okay, make sure to turn on your notifications so that we can let you know when you can play. And that's it. <laughs> and that it's been like that for seven days. You know, you can get Skyrim for the Switch, right? Yeah, but this uh, when I bought this, you couldn't. And you're talking about Blades, right? I think you're right. Elder Scrolls Blades. Now, what so, is that? It, it's like Skyrim, but it's something that you play with out of control. You know, like you just tap the screen. Yeah. Yeah, they made a big deal of it on E3. Yeah, well, it was supposed to use the full power of the iPhone X. You know, so then, of course, you know, I don't know how much of it is Apple's fault because that was a whole clusterfuck, too. And then they released a whole new set of phones. So I'm like, okay, when the new whole new set of phones came out, I'm like, all right, now I'm definitely going to get this game because, like, they have a higher, a higher, uh, processing power their their graphics card is a little bit more advanced and you know i went and got the new phone because like okay i'm gonna be ready for this game so i got it around the time they told me that it was gonna come out and it still didn't come out and then you know they say march and it's like it's not coming out and it's like and then when it did come out it's literally nothing like i wanted to actually do a screen capture and and post it on our instagram because it's some fucking bullshit. Like they, they literally like just took my money. Well, next week I'll do my own fuck Bethesda story. Okay, it's gonna be a theme. <laughs> I'm sad that Larry didn't get to hear my fuck Bethesda story. But for Larry and the rest of us, check out our Instagram, Twitter feed, all that shit. Uh, Podbean. Allgames.com. For some reason, on Allgames.com, our, our archives aren't being put up yet, but they'll be up there. It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. All of that shit. And then we'll see you next week, right here at Allgames.com. <laughs>